0: Welcome to the Money Series. This is a new four-part series that I am bringing to the Dishing Up Digital podcast, where I am talking all about, you guessed it, money. I'm turning September into the month of money, and we're going to be having conversations around pricing your services, income how to generate more, how to charge more, but also just the mindset conversations around income and putting a, I guess, a dollar amount or value on our services as creatives. Whether you are completely new to social media management, whether you have been running your own business for a while, I think these conversations are gonna have a lot of value whichever boat you sit in because it's always good to check in on our prices, when we're further along in our journey, and it's always good when we're starting out to actually have some guidance because I know firsthand how much choosing a price and deciding what to charge clients can stress you out in those early days, how you are kind of flying blind and just picking random prices out of thin air, at least I was anyway. And I wanna open up the conversation. I love pay transparency. I also love conversations around mindset and money, improving your money mindset. These are all gonna be things that we touch on in the month of September across the next four episodes. So I'm really excited and I hope you are too. Make sure you're subscribed to catch each episode every Monday and let's dive in. Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital podcast. I'm your host, Alan, a former nine to five escapee turned six figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me and let's turn those dreams into a reality. To kick off this new series, I had to talk about one of the most popular, or most common questions, I should say, that lands in my DMs, in my comment section, whenever I talk about prices and packages as a social media manager. And that is the conversation around hourly rates, versus monthly packages or project by project kind of packages. If you're like a web developer, you probably don't have a monthly package. You might have a web redesign package and a few different options for people wanting to refresh or build a new website, all that kind of thing. So the conversation is often brought up around which one of these is better and where should people start? So we're gonna dive into that today. And if you are familiar with me, if you've done any of my courses or you've been following the podcast for a while, you're going to know the answer to this question already because I passionately am in full support of packages over hourly rates. Did I leave you hanging? Did that pause? Like, were you like, what's she going to choose? Because I feel like most of you, (laughs) most of you will really know because I talk about this a lot, because I talk about this so openly and honestly from personal experiences and also lots and lots of research and lots of conversations with other entrepreneurs and creatives as well. I really didn't like beat around the bush in this episode, (laughs) giving your answer straight up front. You could literally turn off the podcast now and go about your day. I've answered that question, but no, keep listening. What I want to do today is kind of explain the reasons why you should be thinking about packages and the bigger picture of your business, the bigger picture impact that this has. First of all, we have to start by looking at hourly rates. Hourly rates can be fantastic, especially if you're working in the environment of like, say a virtual assistant. Some of my contractors work on an hourly rate just because of the nature of what they do. Tasks, you know, change each week. It gives me a lot of flexibility as the business owner to be able to pivot, assign them new things when they are on an hourly rate. So it might seem a little bit hypocritical of me to be like, I don't like hourly rates, but then also I do hire some contractors on an hourly rate. But that is why there's still people using this this business model, this pricing model in their business, because it does work. And I know even in like the more traditional corporate... Uh, PR and marketing agencies, a lot of these places will work off a monthly retainer fee and then additional extra hourly work. Or some people work off packages but still have to track their hours. So it's a conversation worth having because there are a lot of pros and cons and there are people that will probably disagree with me as well. So the first key thing that I really want to talk about when it comes to hourly pricing though is the way it has the potential to penalize you as you get better at your work. And this is something that I think we need to have a conversation around as as freelancers because people aren't just paying you for the hours that you work. They're not just paying you for that three hours to edit those reels. They're also paying for your skills and your value when it comes to editing. They're paying for your years of knowledge of editing or your years of experience in social media. They're also paying for you know the courses and various things you have done over the years to upskill. They don't have to do any of that. And I think when you price yourself with an hourly rate, you get very trapped in this mindset of trading time for dollars. And I'm very passionate about the fact that social media management is about so much more than just the hours that we work. There is so much more value in what we offer than just the minutes that we're logging on a timesheet. Think about all of that time that you are taking away that that business owner was previously spending on running their Instagram, now that you're doing it, they have all of this free time in their business to go back and focus on, you know, better money generating activities in their business, the things that they love in their business, while you are here taking that stress, taking that load off their shoulders. That in itself, I always say social media managers have so much value, even if they're not producing, you know, crazy earth shattering results. (laughs) Just the simple task of taking that off the weight of a business owner's shoulders, I think is really, really valuable. And as you grow as a social media manager, you are going to upskill and get better at your job and faster. People often ask me how long it takes to create content for my clients. And I like to say to them that I would spend like two weeks batching content for a client, like a month's worth of content before presenting it to them. It would take me that long to work and piece everything together. And it was also because I was working full time. Now, four years down the track, it takes me like two hours to put together, to put together a layout of a month of content for a client, including graphics and sometimes editing the video as well. Like it's so much faster. And I always think it kind of sucks to be be to be penalized for working faster, for working efficiently. And often what you actually find is people who work on an hourly rate don't actually log their exact hours. Often they will log something as four hours when it actually takes them two hours. And that is because they're trying to keep it as like a, a standard rate of like, how much should this task or how long should this task take the common person or take the average ordinary Joe. Like that is what a lot of people actually do when they charge out at an hourly rate in order to work efficiently and not be penalized for working faster. The other obvious solution is to increase your hourly rate. So this is when you get people who have like a $200 hourly rate. And you're kind of like, how is that even possible? <laughs> and it's because what they do is really high value and they're really efficient in the work that they do as well. I remember back in the early days of side hustling and starting my business, I was working with a company. They asked for my hourly rate because at that stage I was doing lots of packages, but I was also open to hourly rates if that was you know what my client wanted. And we were doing a little bit of extra stuff in preparation before launching their social channels. So I was coming along to meetings, et cetera, and they were like, just charge us your hourly rate. And they made me sit in on a meeting with the uh, this SEO team that they were gonna bring on board because they wanted to hear my thoughts and they kind of like trust me, which was really cool. And I remember before this meeting, I had quoted this client, my hourly rate was like $60 New Zealand. And I thought this was really good because... In my corporate job, I was getting paid, what, like $25 an hour, I think. I can't even remember. It wasn't much. So $60, I was like, yep, this is a fair price. As a contractor, your hourly rate is going to be a lot higher. Um, I felt really good about it. I was like, yep, I've got some good experience under my belt now. This is good. And I sat in on this SEO meeting where this team was kind of pitching their what they would do for this company and how it would work with their marketing, their existing marketing. And... When they asked about pricing, this company, this agency, said that they charged $190 an hour. And I was just like, oh my gosh, how can someone even charge that amount? And I was sitting there being like, oh gosh, I should really up my hourly rate. And that is just what happens when people work off hourly rates and they become really good at what they do. They're really skilled. They're really in demand. And they're probably, you know, a decent Decent journey into their 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 entrepreneurship or their skill set. Like they've been doing this for a while. Is what I'm getting at. They're, they're along the road in terms of their career. They're not a newbie, so it has potential to grow like that. So you're not always going to penalise yourself for upskilling and uh, and doing things more efficiently. There are little workarounds like that. But for me, I think having a package amount for me that just feels so much better in terms of summing up my value and what I offer to a company, to a client. If I can just be like, cool, if you want to work with me for a month, here is my package. For me, I just feel good about that. And I don't have to track my hours in a timesheet, which I hate. I think it's such a waste of time. And also like my clients or my contractors that work on an hourly rate for me, They don't log their hours. I did initially and I was like, I'm not even going to read this. This is boring. This is a waste of everyone's time. If you do this faster than the eight hours I've allocated, I don't care. I'm paying you eight hours. So (laughs) even though I do pay my contractors on an hourly rate, I'm not tracking those hours. It's not a like charge by the hour, I should say. It still has this concept and feeling of what I call value-based pricing. This is a term I've mentioned before on the podcast And essentially, if you are putting together a package for your services rather than charging out at an hour at an hourly rate, this is what value based pricing is. You're looking at the value of what you offer as well as, you know, the estimated time that you're going to spend on it. But you're mostly looking at the value of the package and creating a price for that rather than looking at the exact time and the exact dollar amount for that time. And to me, it just makes so much more sense in my head to operate your business this way number one you're not penalizing yourself if you work harder number two you don't have to keep track and have a time book or a time log sheet number three you, it's so much easier to project your income and to figure out how much money you're going to be bringing into the business it gives you more stability rather than someone being like oh yeah i'll bring you on for like eight hours a week and then maybe they change up your hours it goes up and down i love being on a package because it gives me this contracted like, cool, okay, this is how much I'm gonna make this month and it's all locked in and it's all paid. I can then work out how many of those packages I need to sell to reach my income goal. And it just feels easier. Speaking from experience, someone who has dabbled in both sides of this story, packages have been the lifesaver. The other pro to packages is I think they're easier to sell If I put together this beautiful juicy little Instagram management package for someone and I sell, and I say how many posts I'm doing, I tell them, you know, the value of this, the transformation, I tell how many reels we're gonna do, I talk about the strategy, any other bonuses that are included, like monthly reporting or monthly check-in calls, whatever you wanna include. That is so much more attractive to a client to purchase than say, just, you know, I'm a social media manager and I charge $60 an hour. Like, which one would you choose? Would you choose the one that's all been laid out and decided for you, has really clear deliverables, you have a really clear understanding of what you're gonna get? Or would you choose this just like hourly rate? Again, my opinion is a little bit skewed. (laughs) I'm definitely in the pro packages camp. Um, So my viewpoint... It's probably going to be a little bit biased, but I hope that kind of illustrates why I'm in this camp, why I'm so pro packages and the, the things that I've seen from my work experience and also watching students and other people I know, other freelancers go through this process, whether you're a social media manager, a copywriter, a web designer, you all have the potential to move into packages rather than hourly. And the thing I really like about this from a client perspective is it does give them some flexibility. Like if my client has a launch period for a new product, a new service, and maybe I spend a little bit more time on their content that month, I'm kind of fine with that. Because I also know there'll be months where it's a little bit quieter. So my hours probably fluctuate and go up and down depending on the demands that month. But I feel really good in the value in the package of the price versus having to like fluctuate my hourly rate depending on what I'm doing or fluctuate it depending on the demands that month of, you know, how many hours I'm submitting in my timesheet. It just like I even get bored talking about timesheets. Who even likes filling those out? Probably deeply if someone who's like really type A and loves like logging things and tracking data and <laughs> that kind of thing. But personally, I think there's so many more beneficial things you could be spending your time on as a business owner rather than logging your hours for a client. And I guess a big part of the reason why I wanted to record this episode today is number one, because I get asked this question all the time. But number two, because I don't think as a you know default mindset or default thought pattern most people that start their business may not think about packages i feel like the default thought pattern is to charge an hourly rate I feel like that's what's been historically probably used a lot with contractors. I know when I think back to my dad, he did a lot of contracting um, in his career. So that was a conversation in my household and the hourly rate for him contracting versus being um, a you know, full-time employee at a business or a company. And I feel like if people are in the similar boat to me, they might fall into the trap of thinking that that's the common way to do things. Or you might have a little bit of a cheeky, sneaky first client who might be a little bit manipulative in the way that they go, oh, I only work with hourly rates, making you, again, think that it's normal and think that you kind of have to make this sacrifice to work on hourly rates to have this fluctuating income, to have to faff around keeping timesheets because you think that is the way things are done. And I wanted to create this episode to really start the conversation for a lot of you who may not have thought about packages and to show you that there is another way (laughs) and there's another path, another light that you can follow. And if not for packages, I definitely think it would have taken me way longer to scale my side hustle and quit my job. I also think it would have made me a lot more nervous leaving my job and going into my side hustle, turning that into my full-time job. Because the the hourly rate, there is some insecurity there or there is a lack of security, maybe I should say. And there is flexibility for people to scale your hours up and down and you don't have that consistency, which is so key if you're wanting to make that transition from side hustle to full hustle. That is really tricky to balance, you know, the contracts, project your income, know how much you're going to be making. Is it going to cover your expenses, etc. And I think the hourly rate, although you can technically lock somebody in for, you know, like an eight hour contract a week or whatever it might be and you could get that signed so they can't fluctuate it up and down, I still feel like packages are just so much better and allow you to really forecast your income. You can sit down and be like, okay, I need to make $3,000 a month to cover my expenses. Let me look at my packages. If I sell three of my $1,000 packages, I'll have those covered. If I sell, uh, oh gosh, this is me exposing my bad math on the spot. But if I sold, what is it? Two, four, six $500 packages, I would cover that $3,000. So it allows you to work backwards and be really like analytical around your pricing, projecting for your business, which you guys know I'm such a big fan of. We have to get real with these numbers, even if you're terrible at maths like me. (laughs) We have to make sure we're thinking ahead, that we're forward planning. And with packages, it seems a lot less scary. Like, just selling three packages and making $3,000? Easy! Versus trying to calculate up like, okay, if I charge $60 an hour, how many hours am I gonna have to work? How many hours per day? Blah, 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 add it all up. Like it just gets complicated. And again, I don't know if it's, that just, it's just me because I don't like counting as we have made very obvious in this podcast episode. But I do feel there is a little bit of overwhelm there and a little bit of a lack of security in terms of your income, in terms of being able to project things and work things out. Of course, one thing I will mention though is if you are brand new to social media management or starting your freelance career, Sometimes it's worth a sacrifice. Like some if someone came to me and was like, Ellen, I listened to your podcast episode and I know you don't like hourly rates, but there's this client, they're the dream client, they're gonna give me so much, you know, exposure or experience and I haven't booked a client and I've been really struggling. Should I just go with their hourly rate that they've offered me? In that situation, I would probably surprise you and say, Yes, yes, absolutely go for it because the most valuable thing as a business owner, or I should say as an early stage newbie business owner a new social media manager, is getting that experience under your belt. Getting hands-on working with clients, that is the most valuable thing. And it's the exact same reason why I often encourage my digital school students, if they're not getting much traction with pitching, with booking clients, to offer a discount, to offer an incentive. Because Although a lot of people say, don't discount or discount or discredit yourselves, like discounts make you look like you're cheap, blah, blah, blah. Like people have all of these things around, like why you should be anti-discounting your services. In my mind, if that discount could secure you a contract with this client for three months and you currently are sitting there with no clients go for it, that's everything to gain there, like there's, to me, there's no losses, like sure, okay, you can read into the sales psychology of discounting your services, and you know, you want to be like Apple, who never goes on sale, and be a luxury service provider like you can read into all of that, <laughs> but personally, the experience is any, it's everything, and if you aren't getting any traction, if you aren't getting any clients saying yes, booking in, you need to make, a little bit of a compromise with these things I compromise on you know oh i do want to do packages but i'm gonna level with this client and go with this hourly rate or offer this discount because it means i get the client it means they're gonna sign up to work with me and i finally have my first client and i can really get into the nitty-gritty of what it's like to work with them that is hugely valuable so although i sit on my high horse and say packages for the win there is a time and a place for hourly rates. There are opportunities that you don't want to let slide that have value that outweighs, you know, whether it's a package, whether it's an hourly rate, <laughs> the value to you and your business, the experience or the exposure is worth it. Absolutely go for it. But as a whole, when you are more established in your career, maybe where you have like, you know, a little bit of the upper hand or or the, uh, what is it, the higher ground? You have the higher ground in the situation. You know, you're not a newbie social media manager anymore. maybe you've been working with that client for uh, for an hour for a while and you have the opportunity to start a discussion around moving off an hourly rate to a package, that is also an option in your future. And if you are someone who started on hourly rates and you want to shift to packages, have that conversation with whoever has hired you. You know, have that open conversation because they do think it's gonna be a benefit to you and the business owner as well. Like they don't have to then try keep up with your timesheets and logging things like that. And Although not everyone may be on board with me and may may not run the, the same sort of business model or have the same mindset as me, I always think it's worth having those conversations even if they are a little bit tricky and challenging. The worst thing is they say no and you're still gonna get paid and you'll just keep working hourly and then you can maybe find a client who is more aligned with you and you can work off those packages with. So that is going to be the end of today's episode, the end of part one of the money series. I hope you've enjoyed this conversation. I hope it wasn't too rambly. I just, you know, I had some feelings to get off my chest. You know, if you guys have listened to the podcast for a while, you know your girl gets some feelings sometimes and she just needs to run. She just needs to talk (laughs) and she feels passionate. Um, But I hope you guys have enjoyed it. Send me a DM if you are excited to hear more about the money series and the topics I have lined up for this month. I think I'll keep them secret for now. I won't give you any sneak peeks, but make sure you are subscribed, you're following the podcast, so you don't miss out when the next episode goes live. And make sure if you are wanting to check out the Dishing Up Digital School, now is a great time. We're currently having a sale. So details will all be over on my Instagram definitely come check it out it's an amazing little deal and yeah links all down below as usual and I'll catch you in the next episode bye guys